We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This, I think, is Pastor Jolly John Lekonski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Trinity and Darmstadt, I think. Um, you are, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark uh, from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And I'm pretty sure I am Pastor Clark. And I, I think this is, what? Wrestling, Wrestling with the basics. See, here's John, the, are you okay? Well, the thing is, Matt... We still haven't got that Ted Drew's ice cream. <laughs> I know you're sweating. I know, man, perspiring. And last week, you know, we just—I I was halfway through the show, and I thought the show was over with, and <laughs> and now we're going a whole other week, and we haven't had any any Ted Drews. But this week, right, Matt? This week, you said. I think this is the week. Hold on, John. It's going to be okay. all right. Oh, a few see. more days. Okay. I hope so, Matt. I don't know if I can. I can make it till <laughs> this Wednesday. You're right. Said Valentine's Day. I'm pretty so? sure it's Wednesday. Pretty oh, sure it's Wednesday. God. Okay. Hang in there. All right. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> seriously, See, we, we I didn't want to tell you we've been stockpiling the. Oh tenders. no! So we you could have brought me some. <laughs> so that's why I'm all fresh. I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, you've had it. You've had it stored up in your freezer all this time. Uh, seriously, we had a lot of fun with the last episode, but like halfway through, I freaked out because I <laughs> thought hallucinating. Yeah, it was terrible. Overtime and we were under time and we we're all right. We're okay now, but this is yeah. Seriously, if people would have just a little pity on us, we we want to have fresh material every week. Yes. You know, lesser radio show people would just say run a rerun, but we not are, resting the basics. No, no, no. We're the hardest working men in Christian radio on Saturday mornings <laughs> from nine o five to nine thirty. On KFU, you can't get any harder working for that time <laughs> period on KFU radio. Uh, by the way, I am told that if the Pope listens to KFU on Saturday mornings from 9.05 to 9.30, he listens to our show. Is that right? That's right. If, wow. If he's listening If he's to listening, <laughs> it is to our show, <laughs> is our show. on Saturday mornings if, if he's from 9.05. There is some doubt about that. <laughs> but if he is. Because we're the he's only... listening to us. Well, we're the only show well, on yeah, I understand. at 9.05. So... All right, I need to shut up and let you take over now. I did my Old Testament thing. I think it wore me out. So we're going to go to the New Testament, you tell us, Matt. What are All we doing? right, this what is our third today? show in a row yes, in the recording studio. I think people are figuring that out. But, I know. <laughs> By the way, you know what today is, John? Today is... That we're recording. Well, today is, as people listen, it's February. But yeah. um, today, as we record, it's, it's January the 23rd. January the 23rd is National Pie Day. Is it really? Yes. And so January 23rd, because loving pie is as easy as one, two, three. <laughs> Today's date. Whoa, is that right? That's right. That's why they picked the date. So <laughs> anyhow, I, you know, if I, I realize you're listening in February, but just put that in your calendar, the 2019 calendar. And, National and you pie know day, what? You January know what? 23rd. If you would go to Applebee's today, you could get a free piece of pie. You can? Well, isn't it Tuesday that they have the free pie? And this is, is a Tuesday that Apple we're recording this? Or O'Charlie's. Oh, O'Charlie's. It's O'Charlie's. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> That's okay. You're still disoriented. We don't want to pick worry. on one. You know, we got to be fair to all restaurants. Taco Bell probably has some free pie too. <laughs> It's free. It's pie. I'll just show up and say John Lukomsky sent me. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> Pastor John said there'd be free pie. Well, I'm, I'm just reflecting as we talked about a few weeks ago how everything's become commercialized. Can't we have a pie day just for the joy of pie? But now it has to be go to a restaurant and get a free piece of pie. Yeah. Just like talk like a pirate and go get a free piece of fish. Can't we just have it for the purity of the pie and, and don't, the fish? Don't tarnish the pie. Yeah. yeah don't take no. the pie. <laughs> Right. But if you get a free piece of pie, what the heck? <laughs> right? On the other oh, hand, yeah. free pie yeah, right. is free pie. Right. <laughs> All right, man. So All right. I, did, I didn't know that. Well, shoot. Are you going out for a piece of pie when we get well, done I am this now. marathon recording? Might yeah. as well. Okay. We'll make the rounds. And try, try Old Charlie's. Go to every, go I'm to going to every Old Charlie's in town. <laughs> Pastor John sent me. Where's my pie? <laughs> So back to the seriousness here. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where? where ah, oh, we got it. It's got over switch. here. Yeah, there's there our go. sound effects. There you go. Yeah. All right, now there's no time for foolishness. All right. Very next, good. Thank next, you, Charlie. Next Brown. time you can do the engineering. Okay. <laughs> this is getting too hard for me. I'm an old man. <laughs> With no custard. With no custard. All right. All right. Well, what, let's uh, let's let's change gears La- here. Lawsuits against morale. We, uh, we, believers. <laughs> Free no, sexual no, immorality. No. Yeah, what we'll, are we doing here? We'll talk the sex. We'll talk about sex and sexual okay. morality. That'll that'll keep you awake, there John. We go. Now uh, you got my attention. So, uh, we're, First Corinthians chapter six. Um, during this time of Epiphany, uh, the church, at least in the, the those who are doing the three year lectionary like us, boy, you're just getting it in too because this is the last day. It after, is. Yeah. After tomorrow, so, we're done with it. Yeah. 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 So so every every. Weekend, the yeah. epistle reading comes from First Corinthians. So we've taken that opportunity, uh, at least at Ascension, to to look at the book of First Corinthians oh, then, cool. a little deeper. What does God have to say to the people in Corinth? What does God have to say to the people in St. Louis, where we're yeah. at? Um, and I think that you know we can learn a lot from what God had to say to the people in Corinth. Um, so let's let's do this. Why don't you go can, ahead and just... Can I just say this before you get in, since we're talking about 1 Corinthians? Is this pie-related? No, no, it, no it's related? just... Because I, I love 1 Corinthians because yeah. these people are really messed up. They are, you want to yeah. talk about a messed up church. Yes. And yet they're still the church of God. And so yes. whenever I have problems with my church, I think, man, we're not as bad as Corinth. At least they're not as bad as Corinth. <laughs> and God still loves them, so I think we're probably okay. Well, okay, well, <laughs> since you mentioned it, yeah. you know, how bad is Corinth? How bad is Corinth? Uh, it's, it's pretty bad. So... Yeah, Corinth is the city that's uh, in Greece. Uh, it was known for a lot of different things. It was this this kind of crossroads of the world. They're in this isthmus. Yeah. There's lots of money f- flowing in because of trade, so it's relatively wealthy. It's a city of over 250,000 people, really? so pretty big. They're, they're into spirituality. Um, they like spiritual stuff. They have over 12 major temples there to all sorts wow. of false gods in Corinth, um, but the thing that they are most known for is guess what? Custard, frozen custard. <laughs> Good guess, but no. no? Uh, oh, that it was just the frozen custard. <laughs> uh, but no, it's for for sexual immorality. Oh, you're uh, kidding! That's their claim to fame. That's so, why you got so many temples. I'll bet. Well, you. yeah. Well, one temple in particular outshined them all, and that is was that the right? temple of Aphrodite. Oh, uh, Af- I know Aphrodite. Oh, yeah, yeah, Aphrodite goddess of love, the goddess, right? Yeah, well, I think more accurately, the goddess of lust. Ah, okay. Uh, because there in Aphrodite's temple were 
over a thousand prostitutes that you would visit in in the name of worship uh, to this false god, right? Um, of course, it's worship. It's worship. Hey, now we, we can boost our church attendance, man. The church so, growth people so, got a hold of this oh, yet? Oh. Coming to New Athens. Uh, <laughs> no, not to New Athens. You no, know, it, it's it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that you know their name becomes synonymous, literally synonymous right? with sexual morality. So to Corinthianize meant to sin sexually. Is that? Right? I mean, it became that. Net notorious. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad news. So in today's reading that we're going to read, Paul describes a little of what's going on, a little of the mindset, and he's going to name what, what I'm going to call a slogan, kind of the motto for the okay. city of Corinth. This is not one, two, three, have pie, apparently. No. No. Again, I wish that it were that <laughs> simple and nice and easy as pie, but it's not. It's it's terrible. So let's go ahead and read uh, chapter six. Why don't we go to read verses 12? Uh, through 20, okay? okay? And then one packet. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. All right. Well, thank you. So when you when we read those verses, knowing what Corinth is like, yeah. I think they are, they're much yeah, more yeah, meaningful. Really they resonate yeah. more. Yeah. Right, right. So the slogan for Corinth that Paul quotes here, really, twice, twice, yes. is in uh, verses... Uh, well, verse 12, 11 and 12. So what is it? All things are lawful for me? Yeah. Is that really, uh, that's 12. their theme? Twice. Yeah. Wow. All things are lawful for me. So what does that mean? All things are lawful for me. Do whatever I damn well please. Yeah. Anything goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. All things are lawful for, for Matt, for yeah. John, for yeah. me, right? It's okay for yeah. me. Who cares yeah. about anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. But all things are lawful for me. Anything goes. You know, and I'm thinking of, you know, other cities have slogans, right? St. Louis, gateway to the West. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I went to college in Seward, Nebraska. There, Their slogan was Nebraska's Fourth of July city. Uh, <laughs> they have great Fourth of July bass for a city their size. But I was thinking of, you know, an equivalent today to Corinth, perhaps. Um, Vegas, what's their slogan, their motto? What what goes in Vegas, stays in Vegas, or yeah, something like that? Or yeah, well, yeah, Sin has, City. Yeah. And I, yeah, Sin their, City, their yeah. big slogan is what happens in Vegas stays, stays in Vegas. Stays in Vegas. And I think kind of the, the similar meaning, right, to Corinth. Yep. You know, that anything goes, you know, do what you want. Yeah. You know, who cares if it affects people back home or anyone else? What you do in Vegas, yeah, they'll just stay yep. in Vegas. You know, the same thing here. Um, all things are lawful for me. I, I bet you, I bet you okay. they have that many prostitutes in Vegas, too. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know what the Because it's legal. Is. You know, it's legal. But it's legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I think there's a parallel here, right? Yep. Um, you know, so this has nothing to do with you and me, then. Those people on Vegas. It's a square we're, Right Vegas. now, we're calling yeah. you out here on Wrestling with the Basics. Is that what you're saying? That's right. We're, we're just good and wholesome, yeah. you know, gateway to the West type people That's here right. in the Midwest, right? <laughs> well, no. No, of course not. Um, so... The, the thing of it is, you know, the people in Corinth, the, you know, Paul's writing the Christians here, to the yeah, church here. Yeah. And I don't think he would have mentioned this, perhaps, if they hadn't started adopting the lifestyle of the people around well, them, right? The, the city of, of Corinth, the city. right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Paul said, we're all freed in Christ, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, well, here's here's the deal. Yeah. they're Maybe they're taking that message of freedom and they're running with it, right? And Paul writes to emphasize that, yeah, yeah, they're, they're free from sin, right? They have their freedom from yeah. sin in Christ, but their freedom from sin is not a freedom to sin. No, wow, that's, okay. that's just the opposite. It's freedom to live for Christ. So to... To solve this problem, to address this problem, Paul suggests what I'm going to call his own slogan. Okay. Slogan for All Christians right. here. Slogan of okay. Paul. Sure. And it comes to us there in uh, verse 20. Okay. Instead of all things are lawful for me, instead of the slogan, you were bought with a, with price. a price. Oh, I like that slogan. Okay. And therefore, yeah. honor God with your body. Um, you know, you were bought with a price. You know, they remind us of this temple. Their body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are bought with a price. Honor God with your body. You know, there's no reason for them to visit the temple of Aphrodite and the prostitutes there because guess what? The temple is was their body, ah, according to Paul, yeah, right? God yeah. dwells in them. They are a child of God. They are precious in his sight. God dwells with them. God dwells in them even. God has bought them, and, and their purchase did not come cheaply. They were bought at a price. Uh, and, of course, we know what their price is. You know, something more than gold or silver, it's Jesus' blood shed on the cross for them. Uh, it, that lamb that's without sting. It's exactly what we're getting ready to prepare ourselves for yeah, this coming this season Wednesday. Lent. Yeah, yeah season most Wednesday, definitely. Sure. And, you know, and I think it's in, important to acknowledge what they were bought from. They were bought from the very things that are going ah, on in Corinth. Yep, they were yep. bought from immorality. They were bought from sin. They were bought from the devil. They were bought from death. They were bought with that price. And and, and Paul makes that point over and over again, doesn't he? What, what you were. This is what you used to be. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's, it's this beautiful gospel message, no doubt about it. And it's one that we're going to hear during the season of Lent. It's one that we're going to celebrate, you know, even on Good Friday and, and, and you know, and even at its culmination at, at Easter, you know, being bought with the price and that, that resurrected Lamb of God who laid down his life. But I think that that, that slogan, you are bought with a price, also has implications then for for how we treat others. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Because we were bought ah, with a price. Well, guess yeah. what? So was my they neighbor. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The people around us are bought with a price. The the, oh. the, the men in our lives, yeah. the women in our lives, they were bought with a price. So, you know, our bodies are precious, but their bodies are precious too. They too were bought with a price. See, see, it just made me made me think. So a, a, a few minutes ago, we were calling out Las Vegas. Yeah. Like somehow we're good, holy people. And well, God obviously doesn't care for those people out there with their sexual looseness and all that. But the fact of the matter is when Christ died, he did die for all of those people as well, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, and that, and we're, we're numbered among those people, right? That we're, yeah. we're just as sinful as those well, people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's what you pastors, you churchy people say, but obviously. Well, 
Well, I think part of the problem is, you know, somewhere along the lines, the the human body just was was devalued, you know, and I don't know if it's Greek philosophers that are to blame, you know, guys like Plato, that the body's just an object, just a shell. And and what's really important is the spirit inside and and that sort of thing. But the Bible says something much different. God says something much different. You know, the Bible says that, that we were created by God, that each and every person, each body is unique. Each body has dignity. And when we understand that, the dignity and uniqueness of our own bodies, hopefully that shapes how we view others and their bodies, that they too have dignity. They too are unique. This whole thing you said, that they're actually the temple of God. Yeah. That's an important place. For those who are believers in Christ. We wouldn't go do things uh, in in the church, right? The church is kind of holy, special. Mm -hmm. We might do them in a back alley somewhere, but you wouldn't go, no. and, and, And to realize that that's what our bodies are. They are the real temple of God, the actual place where God dwells, his spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do think that's kind of neat, too, because I, I, if, isn't that strange philosophically? So you had people who said, oh, we know about evil and wickedness, but of course, that just is the spiritual thing. Therefore, we're free to do whatever we want with our bodies, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, body doesn't mean anything, yeah. but you're right. For, for Christians, oh, body, spirit, God made us one. God will restore us into oneness when we're resurrected. Exactly. No, they're both really important. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And I think when we understand that, boy, that, that shapes how we view our own bodies, but the bodies of others, too. Oh, yeah. you, know? you know, so, I mean, how do people view bodies today you know, with dignity or just as objects? And, you know, as we read the headlines, it seems like it's the latter of the two, right? I mean, whether it's politicians or actors or religious leaders or just any person on the street you know we don't treat each other with that dignity that god created us with that we don't treat each other as though we've been bought with a price but instead we really reflect the slogan of corinth all things are lawful for me i can do whatever i want when it comes to other people but you know before we point the finger at the people in corinth or the people in las vegas or the people in the headlines we also consider would we want what's in our hearts right yeah in printed in the headlines and we have Jesus, he reminds us in a Sermon on the Mount, things like, you know, I tell you that you've committed adultery in your heart. Anyone who looks at a woman lustfully, that's, right? That's the thing I was thinking of. So it's not just the fact that you went down to Vegas and slept with a prostitute. Yeah. That's only a symptom of the real problem is, is that in our hearts, we do lust. We do lust. That's a problem that everybody struggles with. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, as you said, Jesus says, that makes you an adulterer right there. Yeah. Even if you haven't acted on it, so. So I mean, I think part of the solution is to to just reclaim, rediscover the dignity of the body, um, to to really take to heart the words of Paul that you were bought with a price, and I think that's really the 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 key to it all because it's a gospel message, but also a message that shapes how we view others. Like I said. And, um, and and Matt, see, it kind of relates to our our, our our the way we look at things wrapping up, because I think for a lot of people, uh, in the end, we're just going to be ghosts, spirits, whatever, mm-hmm. angels. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, the the teaching of Christianity is this fact that there will be a resurrection from the dead, uh, that the body will be restored, and that again indicates how important yeah the flesh is. And it's not just important in the future, but it's important then right here and now. Our yeah. flesh, the, the bodies of the people around us, that's all crucial to God. You bet. Yeah. It's both. And I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, especially at the time of death, though. Um, when we go to the, the grave site, the, the readings that are read there, the Bible readings, are almost all focused on the body and the resurrection yeah. of the dead. I mean, that's really the focus there. And you have this uh, blessing there. 
uh, at least in the, the agenda that I use from Lutheran Service Book, that uh, may God the Father who's created this body, may God the Son who by his blood redeem this body, may God the Holy Spirit who has sanctified this body to be his temple, keep these remains, this body, until the resurrection of all flesh. So even there in the grave side, we have this, this acknowledgement of the, how precious this body is, this body created by God, and this body that is so precious that he redeemed it at the cross, that he claimed it in baptism, that he feeds it with his body in the Lord's Supper and will one day return to raise our bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Uh, so, you know, as Christians, more than anyone else, we should have uh, a respect for the body and not just our own bodies, but the bodies of others too. Yeah. Just a couple of verses that I sure. that deal with that too. Um, you know, verses that I, I think have implications for how we treat each other as male and females. Um, so we have First Corinthians chapter four, uh, verses three and five, and it says this: "For this is the will of God that you abstain from sexual morality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust, like those who do not." know God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that interesting? So, I mean, we're, we're called to a higher standard as those who do know God, those who are known by God, those who know him through his word. We know who God is. We know that we're created by him. Uh, we know that we've been bought with a price by Jesus Christ. And so, really, we're called to a higher standard here that we should abstain from these things. No, it isn't anything goes. It isn't all things are lawful for me. No, it's it's different than that. And, and Paul calls the Thessalonians in this case, and us too, to that higher calling to act like those who do know God. Uh, here's another one. I, I think this is interesting. Um, you know, when we when we deal with each other, male and female, and even speak to each other as male and female, we do it in a way that builds each other up, right? Uh, rather than tears the other one down. Mm. And so we have from Ephesians 5, uh, let there be no filthiness or foolish talk or crude joking, which are out of place. But instead, let there be Thanksgiving, you know, and, uh, you know, so so no locker room talk, right? Yep, no uh, yep. crude joking. No, it's it's out of place. No, there should just be Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, I, I, again, that, that message, you are bought with a price. I think that that's so key and hopefully is a slogan that, that we can adopt as the people of God, um, knowing that we were bought with a price. But, but every person, right, every male, every female— was bought with a price. Yeah, and, and I think I, I think what I really appreciate about your discussion, Matt, is is we hear that, but I think right away we go the whole spirit route again. Oh yeah, our souls have been bought with a price. But you're right. Here in Corinthians, he is specifically talking about issues of uh, body, yeah. uh, sexual immorality, physical things. He's talking about. And, and to understand that, that, that it's not just our spirit, our soul that was purchased, but these very bodies of ours also belong to Jesus Christ. And you're right, that, that changes the way we think about our own behavior. And it would have to change when we realize again that he didn't just die for us. See, that's the thing. Uh, yeah. For God so loved the world. So that, that was extended to all the people in Las Vegas and, and as well as St. Louis and Corinth and wherever. Uh, so, yeah, that makes a difference in how we should deal. And isn't it interesting, you know, when you get to the end of the world and the final judgment, it's all about body stuff, isn't it? I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was naked and you clothed me. See, that's stuff that has nothing to do with a man's spirit, but has all to do with his body. Yeah, And you point. did it unto the least of me, he said, then you did it unto me. So, and we have, uh, we have a, a, a God, a Savior, who 
is in the body. Yeah. You know, that he was incarnate, took on our flesh and blood, and still is in the body today. That he yeah. died, his body died, his blood was shed, his body rose yes, from the dead. It was all physical I mean, for him, too. All wasn't of those it? Yeah. things for Jesus weren't just spiritual things. No, he, he came became a man intentionally and very importantly. Yeah. And we've been redeemed by his body and he redeems our bodies. Yeah. So, you know, we try to put away that spiritual, not that the spirit's unimportant, obviously, but no, so, so is the body. And we need to affirm that, uh, as, as the people of God. So anyway, I, you know, rather than just a list of rules and regulations as to how to treat others, we got into a little bit of that. I think, you know, the, the most powerful motivation is that gospel message that you were bought with a price. I was, you were, Every man and woman bought with a price. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you so much. This has been Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. And we are now concluding our marathon recording session. Oh, thank goodness. So, um, Where's the frozen custard? <laughs> <laughs>